Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Well, everybody, uh, this episode uh, was something. This interview was amazing. Uh, Jennifer and I, we talked about so much. We talked about um, the failing healthcare system. We talked about the coronavirus. We talked about why all these masks are completely idiotic. We talked about creating positive energy in your life so you can be empowering and create a better world for yourself. I mean, it was, it was an amazing conversation. I couldn't be more excited to, uh, to have you guys listen to this episode. So, um, if you listen to it and you love it, be, be sure to spread the love, share it with your friends and family. Uh, this is a message that people need to hear, but likely won't because it's not in mass media. Okay. So make sure you share this episode because it's going to resonate with someone you love, um, and impact their life. Uh, you can find a lot more about Jennifer, uh, at Jennifer Watson leadership that's on Instagram, Facebook, and her website, Jennifer Watson leadership.com. Uh, she did mention at the end, if you, if you hit her up on Facebook or Instagram, she'll get back to you a lot quicker there. Uh, but be sure to check out um, what she does, what she's about. She's an amazing human being, uh, in her practice with holistic, um, physical therapy, holistic body work is unbelievable. I've done a session with her, uh, and it's, it's game changing. Um, so anyway, the time with Jennifer was great. Share this episode if you love it. And thank you. Uh, thank you for being here. Okay. So the, the problem too is, uh, cause what were we just talking about? We we're talking about Fauci and all that stuff. The, the average American doesn't have access to this information. Well, no. they might have some, yeah. but it's extremely difficult. Yes. So we rely on whatever, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC to get our information, yes. which is probably the worst place yeah. we should be getting our information. So like how, I guess my question is like, how can, how can the average American that doesn't know a lot about science, doesn't know a lot about publications, right. how can they go out there and try to figure out what's true with this whole coronavirus thing? That is such a great question because I have had a lot of people really overwhelmed on where to start. It's just like anything that you're trying to find more information about, Adam, we do get overwhelmed. I will say this, when it comes to what's going on right now, it's no different than anything else you are being overwhelmed with in health and wellness, like whether it be cancer. Right now it is the corona, but I always say find one practitioner. Hmm. one healthcare provider that you trust. It's the whole whole domino effect. So you start with one practitioner, like, can you give me information on this particular area of the coronavirus, on how to create good health right now, how to optimize your immunity? It starts with one person. It, it really does. You don't have to go on the internet and download every practitioner that you think has amazing followers, amazing likes, and you're like, are they telling the truth or not? It starts honestly with your local community. Wherever you're at, research the people in your area that have different viewpoints, mm -hmm. different viewpoints. And it may not even be something that you totally agree with, or it could be something that you find takes you down a rabbit hole into the truth. Rabbit holes are not bad things. We always right. say, taken down. Again, I go back to with this whole virus, uh, Adam, that we need to look at going down the rabbit hole. We need to look at going down and taking the red pill. Because I'm a big believer in any area of health and wellness. Well, it goes beyond health and wellness. When we see a lot of people 
going hysterically in fear in one direction and making decisions without really thinking about it, we need to step back and go, hmm, wait a minute, is this correct? I'm not saying sometimes it's not correct, but many times when we see a bunch of I'll just say irrational, emotional decision-making, which let's just be honest has happened, Mm -hmm. you know, and we've seen it and people have been admitted. I am making decisions out of fear. I'm making decisions on what I'm just seeing on social media, on media. And I I would say I honor that, but let's start with one person. So going back to your original question, Adam, it starts with just making connection with someone that you think you trust, that that looks like they might have some information out there that maybe is opposite of what you believe and just opening the doors of opportunity. And you do have an opportunity to say that person's full of it or that person makes sense. What information, what science is out there? And they should be able to give it to you. Like anything I believe in, Adam, is backed by science. Okay, and I will say this, where I look at medicine and holistic integrative care, it is not out in the mainstream social media. It's just not. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a variety of things we can talk about why that is, <laughs> because that's a whole nother rabbit hole that I believe a lot of us need to go down and healthcare is in a horrible state. And all this virus has <clears throat> done is exploited it mm-hmm. in a beautiful way. And and, and we've had this conversation in health and wellness. This has given us a beautiful opportunity to look at ways to optimize our health, to question the healthcare paradigm, to question how we're taking care of ourselves. And this is the biggest thing, going back to your original question. How do we help ourselves? One person at a time. But I will say this. Just step back, everybody. Is it working? People, forget the corona for a second. Put that aside. People are getting sicker every year. We are having more people die of cancer. We are having more people die of suicide. We are having more people die of obesity. We have more people die of heart disease. We have more people die of Alzheimer's. More, more, more. I mean, those stats don't lie. Mm-mm. Okay, so that it also go. seems like as a society too, we've been, just to kind of bounce off that, like we have almost. Uh, for the lack of a better word, I don't know, created mm-hmm. these diseases that we're dealing with yeah. as far as obesity, diabetes. Now, yeah. I understand we didn't create them out of thin air, yeah. but whether it's healthcare, the way we live our lives, it seems yeah. like we've created these things for our body to fight, and that is making this coronavirus thing even yeah. worse. Right. Uh, so anyway, that was just a thought. Um, so before we got on air, we were talking about the masks yeah. and how we could be potentially uh, – compromising our immune system yeah so aside from the masks let's say an individual whoever's listening mm-hmm. continues to wear their mask mm-hmm. what what can they be doing outside of anything mask related to keep their immune system healthy and functioning because i understand like we talked about there might be people who say you know screw it i'm yeah. wearing the damn mask i don't right. care what other people think uh, and there are some people out there who probably feel the same way but are too scared to be the one person out of 100 that isn't wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what can they be doing to make sure that their immune system isn't being compromised and they can still fight the common cold when all this is over? Right. No, I think that's great. And side note, I, I do think we're, we get really emotional about what to do and not to do <clears throat> yeah. with this virus. And it, and, it makes, and it redirects us in a bad way. And I always go back to you got to feel the the anger, the frustration, and then you got to dial it in and find ways you can empower yourself. So that's what I do with a lot of my clients, and I think that's a beautiful question to ask. So boosting immunity is actually really easy. And I tell people you don't have to have a lot of money to mm. boost immunity. And the number one thing I tell people all the time, corona or not, boosting immunity is sleep. 
okay? Consistent sleep has been shown to help so many areas of health, but really boost immunity. And I'm, you know, we hear about the eight hours, you know, I work with a lot of people that, you know, there's a range from six to nine hours, but no matter what it is we find for you, your sweet spot, consistency. You know, for me, I sleep, you know, consistently, eight to nine hours a night, at least Sunday night through Thursday night, you know, and I do my fun stuff on the weekend, you know, Mm -hmm. it's all about that sweet spot. But consistent sleep is needed because it optimizes our ability to have REM and deep sleep, which are two different phases of sleep that allow us to regulate our systems, heal our systems. It's the number one immune booster. So everything I'm going to give you guys today is free because I really want you guys to get it that you have more power than you think. So sleep is the biggest thing. Sleep is the biggest thing. Second thing is manage your emotions, okay? We all know emotions direct our actions and results, okay? But our emotions, good or bad, are going to drop good things in your system Mm. that boost immunity or not so good things in your system. So I'm just going to keep it really basic. You know, when we really get in a fight or flight moment or freeze moment or something that creates fear for us, we're going to drop cortisol among other things in our system that keep us in that fight or flight. It shuts down all, all of our systems of our body, shuts them down completely. So that one system can work well. Exactly. So, and they've shown in research when you are chronically in a high state of fight or flight, and they look at that by looking at cortisol levels, all that, over seven days, it depresses your immunity by 25%. Wow. That's That's huge. massive. So think about that. So you can go to the store and buy all the vitamin C you want, which by the way is very good for you. We're going to get into that. But if you don't manage your stress, your fear, your emotions around this virus and other stressors in your life, this Mm -hmm. goes for anything else, you're going to take two steps forward and one step back in any physical thing you do, which we're going to get into next. So sleep is the most important, but managing your stress and finding ways to pull yourself out of fight or flight and moving you into a calmer state is really needed. How we do that, Adam, is so different for everyone. As a coach, as a PT... I give a little sweet spot, but I do believe in meditation. I do believe in processing those emotions and looking at those fears that are creating those emotions and are they true fears? Are they true beliefs? So there's a there's a huge process to go down that road. And some people do need support in understanding how to address it. But just understanding whether you're in a calm state of being or fight or flight. If you're in fight or flight, dude, you gotta realize you're not doing anything for your immunity, let alone your health. Just acknowledging that, and then there's people you can reach out to like you, like me to realize really help pull you into a calm state of being, optimize your immune system, optimize your gut, optimize your lymphatic, optimize every system of your body, and the domino effect of continues. Right. So, these, so the sleep and stress here, or lack of stress, these are the big rocks. We can do yes. all the other supplementation, yes. all the other stuff that we've heard about on the internet. We can do all that. Yeah. But if our big rocks aren't take a, taken care of, the little rocks aren't going to matter. And, and I see, and again, I always say these points Adam, are for everything, even beyond the, the coronavirus. The, the things I find people really miss, I mean, I, I treat a lot of high-level rock star people, and they're doing the exercise, and they're taking the supplements, and they're doing the meditation. I'm like, why do I still feel, feel, still feel so crappy, and I'm getting a cold, and I feel miserable? I'm like, because we're not managing our sleep. Rock stars often sleep three hours a day, mm-hmm. and, and that's a whole other thing we have to pull back, and that's something I work with people on, and the stress. 
stress is not even the silent killer anymore. To me, that is the forefront killer of a lot of us. We can't move forward in any good actions, business, nutrition, diet, exercise, health, if we don't dial in our sleep and our stress. Those are by far the top two. As far as the physical things, yeah, I mean, there's already been a lot of information out there on the right supplements, the right food. Now, I will say this, you know, I don't want people to be dropping things on Google and doing a one-stop shot because what optimizes your immunity, Adam, from a food standpoint, from a supplement standpoint, from an exercise standpoint is so different than even me. Sure. You know, and it's about age. It's about past smoker history. It's about hormones. It's about so many things. So this is where I do believe people, you you want to put a little money into it. You got to invest in someone that can really look at your history and give you the proper things to boost immunity for sure. For food, I mean, Honestly, I'll, I'll give you guys those tops. So the first is really sleep and stress. It's the number one and two, hands down, every day of the week and twice on Sunday. If you only do those two things, you're going to beat this. Massive difference. I, and I'm saying the average Night human being, okay? And I do want to be want to make this very clear, Adam. There are people that are immune compromised, okay? There are people that have a lot of things going on in their history, and they're going to need a lot more help. So when right. I'm making these statements, these are for the average American mm-hmm. that is overall, quote, healthy. <laughs> and I mean that doesn't have severe autoimmune issues, right. cancer, that type of thing. That your body was meant to rise up and battle things day in, day out. This virus is just kind of one of those things it's rising against, but it's rising every day. And we go back to the whole, let your kid eat dirt, right? <laughs> So, you know, that's very, very important. So, again, sleep, stress management, and then creating this food plan, supplement plan, diet plan, exercise plan for each person is just that very, very unique. The big no-nos, I will say this, is, yeah, you want to stay away from high-processed sugar. You want to stay away from fatty, greasy food. You want to stay away from some of these foods that are going to cause a natural inflammatory process in your body. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just – and that's kind of a no-brainer. A lot of people have heard of that. I'm like, just don't overwhelm yourself right now. If you don't have the time or money to invest in a nutritionist right now, do the things that you know you can move out of the system to just suppress the inflammation process. You know, and again, I do have to go here, Adam. You know, I was in the grocery store the other day and I'm looking at this woman um, that was definitely apparently in the obese state. Like sure. I should the, the mask on, but I looked at her her grocery cart and she had soda pop and potato chips in cereal and I, I literally, my heart went to her. And it wasn't an anger thing. I'm like, gosh, if you only knew some other things that you could do to move out right. of that of that space just by your diet, replace that with some fruit and vegetables. And no more mask. Exactly. You would, if, you change, if you change that highly processed intake, yes. mask is it, it, not it's, needed. You're fine. I, I'm telling you, in my professional opinion, my expert opinion, I mean, you are going to do a lot more with battling this virus, Adam, by replacing the ho-ho with the apple Mm -hmm. every day of the week again and twice on Sunday than wearing a mask. And there is research on that. Right on food and optimizing immunity, and there's a lot of foods we can even talk Problem about. Problem is, it's not attention grabbing and it's not sexy, and that's no. why we, we don't hear about it. Of course. So I want to. <clears throat> I think you brought up a really interesting point that I want. I would like you to expand on a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, so y- when you talked about stress, mm-hmm. you not only mentioned taking down the bad emotions, mm-hmm. but you also mentioned bringing up the good ones. When we all talk about stress, we all say we need to minimize stress. We need to de-stress. We need to take stress down, take stress down, take stress down. But no one really ever touches on how we can continue to increase the positive energy. So 
What does that look like? What does that mean? And how can we tangibly do that in our lives? I love that question. And it couldn't come at a better time because, Adam, I don't know if you're aware, but May is Mental Wellness Month. I am aware. I was aware. And I've been doing a series on that every single week. And the the first week was really on physical things we can do to create a mental edge. The second week was really looking at mindset, and we're going to go into that right now. This week has been on emotions. Emotions are huge, and that's where I'm going to start with you. So a lot of times for us to get good stress in, good, good juju in, we have to get rid of the negative. And what I find is pivotal for a lot of people is their emotional state, which comes from our beliefs, right? Throughout our day, we're triggered by old beliefs, you know, and it's our brain. Our brain's a search engine. So if something during our day triggers us into a negative emotion, a negative belief pattern, a negative, and then we get really, really stressed, it's going to catapult that same belief, same behavior, and we just keep getting more and more stressed, okay? So where we first start to create good stress, good vibes, good energy, good empowered state is understanding where that stress is coming from understanding where that emotional feeling is coming from. And I'm talking about, I'll call them, quote, negative feelings. I love negative feelings. It's your body's beautiful way of saying, hey, honey, hey, dummy, there's something here that's not resonating with me. Let's take that back. So for many people looking at how they're feeling, wait, why are you feeling this way? What is the fear? Well, I'm fearing lack of money. I'm feeling lack of of health. I'm feeling whatever it is. And when you just sit with that and you take it back why you have felt that way and why you felt that way in the past, you can then move it forward into a new belief. Mm. Because many of our fears we have right now are not true. Right. I'm going to say that again. Many of our fears that are creating all this, these crappy, negative, quote, emotions are not true. We just have to take it back to its source and go, wait a minute. Many of the, the things we're having problems with and fears about are coming from a younger version of ourselves. We didn't have the tools. So let's say we're fearful of, I'm so afraid, Jen, that I'm going to catch this corona and I, I'm just like frozen. I don't want to leave my house. Well, let's look back. Where did that fear even come from? And often it came from a younger version of you weren't even really empowered about health. And once you understand that and go, wait a minute, I have all these new tools now where I'm at as an adult. I'm learning from Adam some new ways to, to implement food and exercise. I'm learning from Jennifer ways to optimize my mental health. Oh my gosh, I'm not the same person. I can optimize. So it starts by understanding first where that fear belief Mm. is coming from. Is it true? Most of the time it's BS. And now you could replace it with an empowering statement. So if you're like, hey, my fear is I'm going to get this virus. My fear is I'm not healthy. An empowering statement is to stop yourself, check yourself before you wreck yourself and understand it's probably not true, that you have all these tools now and now you make an empowering statement. And that's where you start with a a feeling, a belief to change. So this is a... a, a uh, a, a statement you're telling to yourself. Yes. You're empowering yourself yes. through your own words. Absolutely. Okay. So an example would be, gosh, I'm afraid I'm going to get really sick or die from this virus. Let's just be honest. That's where some people are at. And I said, okay, let's make it a different statement. What would you like to believe about that? That I'm a powerful creator in abundant health that I can that I can fight off anything because I have this God-given birthright to do that. And I was meant as a human to rise and be healthy and change and move forward and adapt and heal and reverse aging. And I've just made that up. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that feel good? 
Like just saying that. Yeah. Adam, I already that, felt the difference. Just listening to those words, like, oh, yes. those are, I felt the empowerment. Yeah. And then I say, take that statement. You got to battle your brain. Remember, your brain is a search engine. It's going, okay, so you're saying this. Where's the evidence behind that, Jennifer? Okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm now investing in Adam and getting this amazing nutrition plan and exercise plan that has been shown to prove boosting immunity and overall health. I'm now doing things with Jennifer to create a better mindset because we know that when my stress is down, that optimizes immunity. So see how you're battling your brain. Remember, your brain is a search engine. It's the most high-achieving organ in the body, but it's also a search engine. If you don't give it new information, guess what's going to go back to you? I'm afraid. I'm sick. It's that simple. It is that simple. Your body's complicated, but not complicated. Mm -hmm. Your brain is complicated, but not that complicated. If you have a fear, it's just, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Go, okay, where's this fear coming from? Is this a real BS fear? Most of the time it is. And when you don't feel good, 90% 90% of the time, it's not true. When you feel good, when I just said that statement to you, Adam, you're like, that feels good. Like, I'm a rock star warrior. Like, I can move anything. I can flip the bird at this virus, and I can move forward, and my body can rise. Even if I get a little sick, I can achieve things. It feels empowering. And the reason why it feels empowering is because it's it's true. Good emotion means you're dialed in to a true statement, a true mm. purpose of why you're here, in this case, with health. When you don't feel good, and you're in fear mode, and you're in fight or flight. One, do you think you can do anything well in that state? Two, is it true? And when you take the source back, you realize, dang, that's not true. You can do this with money. You can do it with relationships. And you can stop yourself from a negative, stressful state, check it, move it into an empowered state with this new thought process, this new statement, and evidence to back it. I do this all the time. I mean, I used to go into spiraling states when I struggled with mental wellness for several hours, several days. And when I learned, and there's a lot of the things I've done, but one of the things I've done is, oh my gosh, this is not even true. I'm telling myself a lie. We are prisoners of our mind. <laughs> we, t- we tell ourselves negative BS beliefs all, all the, the time. time. Constantly. Then again, when I get people back to their belief, they're like, oh my gosh, it's not true. I'm like, and that's like an aha moment. So when they get triggered, wait, that's BS. And even do something like this. I have fought off viruses all my life. Why can't I fight off this one? Do right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And again, majority of people are, mm-hmm. you guys. And I'm not talking about immune compromise, immune suppress. Those people will also be at a higher risk for getting very sick and in, in death. That That is part of, of life, you know. But many of us have this power to t- change from a disempowered to a powerful state, from lies that we're telling ourselves, and again, they're lies, to a powerful state of being understanding we have the power to live and move mm-hmm. forward in health. Yeah, and coming from someone who worked with a sports psychologist mm-hmm. for two years, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, we did the same thing. We went through, okay, <clears throat> why do you feel like you're not doing well as a pitcher? Why? Where is this fear coming from? Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And... I remember him saying, well, is that stuff true? Mm-hmm. Did you grow up pitching like that? Or were you good? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, no, none of it's true. He's like, so it's all fake. You're you're giving into fear that's not real. Yeah. And that was the first time where I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then from there, we did exactly what you're talking yeah. about. You know, use empowering words, visualization. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I think one of the problems is we also make ourselves so distracted and busy. Yeah. Um, and within those distractions, comes a lot of negative energy. Yes. And so we're getting negative energy, negative energy, mm-hmm. but never taking the time to press pause yes. and say, okay, time to reset that, yeah. time to bring the positive energy in because we're just 
too busy. We're running around. We need to do this. We claim we need to do that. Um, And so that's a big issue. It is a huge issue. And I would say that's the second part that you just nailed. You're brilliant and very, I would say, wise beyond your years, Adam. (laughs) Was it as smart as you (laughs) back in my... But I will say this. The number two thing that I say, like you asked me, like, how do we get ourselves into a happy, powerful state? Like I said, check your emotions because they're the drivers for actions. And they're also going back to fears that are complete BS. But second, what you just said, we've had this beautiful pause. We've had this beautiful forced pause for some, but what you just said is true that we are so busy being busy. Where we create healing, where we create creativity for a business, where we create better relationships is when we pause. And I call it self-awareness. You know, the big words are mindfulness, intentionality, you know. Self-awareness all, is my favorite yeah, version of all of Self-awareness yeah. is my favorite because it hones in on you. Because you can't control other people's behavior in, uh, in projections of what you think their behavior is. It doesn't even matter. And my, one of my other big phrases is, you know, it's none of your business what people think of you. It's your business of what you think of yourself. Mm. And self-awareness makes you, forces you to pause and really look at, wait, what is my part in this in my own beliefs in my head? What interaction am I having with other people? You know, this pause is a beautiful thing. Stop being so busy. You know, and I, I even take that even further, and that is our feminine side. You know, even for men, that's our feminine side. We all have masculine and feminine sides, and as business owners, we're do, 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 push, 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 but it puts us into a disempowered state and fear and anxiety sooner or later. I work with mm-hmm. a lot of small business owners, and this time has forced them, allowed them to go, wait, I've been forced to pause and heal myself and become more self-aware and check my emotions. And Jennifer, I'm getting all these new ideas on health, but actually my business. And I'm, I'm actually having a better relationship with my husband or my wife. And I'm like, dude, no kidding. This, It just makes sense. Yeah. It's this beautiful space. We're meant to to move forward and do 10 things in a day sometimes and go get her. That's our ego. That's our masculine side. That's what gets mm-hmm. shizzy done. But we have to have that balance of creativity and pause, and I call it the lusciousness of all of us to really feel the feels, good and bad, because that's what shifts us forward. That's where change actually happens. It doesn't happen in the go-to phase of just the masculine phase, and I love that phase, but where we make the biggest shifts, where we make the biggest healing, where we make the biggest movements forward, where we make the biggest like ahas and emotions and transition them into an empowered state and decrease our stress is our pause. And we have to be self-aware, and we also have to be willing, Adam, to feel that the so good feels like whether it be wow, I did that, and it's because of this emotion, and I that comes from a fear in the past, and we got to be willing to feel the negative, negative quote unquote feelings. But gosh, that's where the good stuff is. Mm-hmm. It it can really move us forward if we don't shame it, just claim it. That's another thing I say a lot. Don't shame it. We all have array of emotions, but that's what makes us human. That's what makes us the highest level animal in the animal kingdom is we have all these emotions to move us in different space. I remember seeing this movie once where it was just about angels and they were sitting up in heaven and one angel was saying, you know, I really envy humans. And he's like, why, dude, we have it all. He's like, because they have this such dynamic emotion and it allows them to move and become Mm. extraordinary people. So I go back to negative, quote, quote, to positive. We are extraordinary beings. God made extraordinary beings, and our emotions can give us an opportunity with self-awareness and pause to create a beautiful life. And right now, 
more than ever during this quote unquote crisis. Health and wealth are being triggered in a lot of us. And I'm just going to focus on health because that's what we're talking about today. But we have an opportunity to catalog our health mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically in every way right now. It is being given to us on a serving platter because we're being forced to pause and get what is important in our health and wellness and that we can rise above this. And I flip the bird to the coronavirus all the time. I'm like, you don't own me. You don't have power over me. I'm going to be fine because I know I can get past this, whether I got, would get it or not. You right. know, I, I believe in that. And just having that mindset is going to move me forward. Yeah. Coronavirus or another virus. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have to, you have to, you have to be able to tell yourself that you're above it. Yes. You're above it. Now, totally. <clears throat> now going off what you said, slightly transitioning, um, as a practitioner, mm -hmm. you know, and looking at the health space, the medical mm -hmm. space, whatever you want to call it, um, like you said, this is a learning opportunity. Yes. How mm -hmm. would you prefer or how would you like to see medicine, uh, whatever type of practice yeah. it is, how would you like to see that change after this transition takes yeah. place, if it were to, you know, I, my realistic side says we're just going to continue to do the stupidest yeah. things ever. Yeah. Uh, government's going to be too involved with our healthcare. People can't do private yeah. stuff. But a part of me also, you know, feels like we have to talk about this so people understand that it's a real option versus mm -hmm. just laying on our back. So yeah. how, having said that, how would you like to see healthcare medicine transition yeah. uh, after this time? You know. First and foremost, I do do a lot of alternative integrative care. So I take on a very holistic practitioner approach. But with that being said, I believe in traditional medicine. I believe in emergency care. We have amazing practitioners out there that sometimes drugs, surgery, medication is needed. Mm -hmm. What I will say where we failed people is in chronic cases, in autoimmune, in cancer, in preventative care. And again, this has been a beautiful opportunity that has exploded our healthcare system. And where I want to see it change, and it's actually already has been in the last five to 10 years moving in this direction, but this is just moving it even more open to this opportunity, is really having people become more aware of holistic, integrative, alternative approaches to traditional care to help in prevention and also chronic disease and cancer. That is where we have failed epically in this country. I'll mm -hmm. say that again. We have failed epically in this country, and that's just owning it, okay? Yeah. And that's okay. You know, traditional care has its space, but we now have to take things forward. There are so many beautiful modalities out there to support prevention of certain diseases and cancers that maybe you have a genetic predisposition to. And diet, exercise, it's all out there. This is why we have Google too, other right. than practitioners in your own area. And I do believe you got to, side note, you got to be careful what you download on Google, but we still have more access to information that goes beyond traditional care. So my hope that from this is that we're moving ourselves into more of a holistic, comprehensive approach to treating chronic disease and cancer as well as prevention. Mm -hmm. And I hope that it creates momentum for people. And that's just not a, a one-year thing and then people drop off the bandwagon. It is going to take an investment of your money and your time. It is not an overnight approach and we have to get out of this quick fix. And I think people are getting it because the quick fix, guess what? is not working anymore for the things I just mentioned. So I hope, and I'm already seeing, but I think we're going to take a bigger jump. I hope that I see more of a holistic, integrative approach in this country to things. I also hope that we can make it more feasible for everyone across all, all you know, heritages, generations, ages, sexes to actually get this care. 
you know, I know that's been a struggle for a lot of people, you know, whether insurance pays for this, insurance pays for that, that is still a little bit of a nightmare right now, mm -hmm. but it's putting stuff on the table of what is needed to be actually addressed. Right. So yeah. that's another thing I want to touch on because yeah. Kaylee being <clears throat> a scribe, my wife, she's a scribe going into physician's assistant school. This is stuff we talk yeah. about constantly. Yeah. Um, how, because we, we've talked about, you know, how could things possibly mm -hmm. change with government involvement, health insurance to make this stuff more affordable and accessible? Yeah. How do you call the government to get their hands out when they're already in so deep to make yeah. it better for the people? What what needs to change yeah. for the everyday person yeah. despite, despite race, despite yeah. income, yeah. Uh, ethnicity, whatever it is, yeah. what do we do to make stuff more accessible to be able to better treat these yeah. chronic illnesses? Yeah, I think that's a great question, and this is going to be pretty bold. I mean, it needs to be. To, to say this, but we need to 100% take 100% the power out of the insurance company. 100%. It seems like the only option. Hands down. And just side note, two, three years ago, before my older sister passed away from cancer, okay, we had this conversation. She said, how do we address health care? You know what I said to her? It's going to have to self-implode. She's like, what do you mean? And I didn't even know this virus was coming. I just said, I don't know how, but it's going to take something really big for us to reset the system. And realize, wow, this has actually been a exactly. massive problem. Exactly. So I think we have to take health insurance companies out of the equation. And how we do that is not linear, but how we do that as people is then also put the power back in ourselves by doing preventative things, mm. okay? As we work through how we make it available, and I'll just say financially available for everyone, everyone can buy the apple, not the ho-ho. It's the same price for everyone, okay? Very good everyone point. can go out and walk. You don't need to have access to a gym. Everybody can find people that they resonate with that is going to help them put, in, put them in a better mind state of being. That's free, okay? So as we work through trying to make what we're talking about holistic, integrative care affordable for people, we need to take it out of the insurance company's hands, put it in our own, and start with free things to create better health. What I say to people all the time is you want to know how to – really handle this healthcare crisis, stay out of the doctor's office. And that starts with you eating the apple, not the ho-ho. And by the way, people challenge me all the time, like, it's expensive to eat healthy. No, it's not. No, it's I not. actually did a, I did a research study with a friend of mine. We w literally did this. We, I filled a week's worth of just outside perimeter of the store groceries that I would typically get. Not okay. organic, fruits and vegetables, meats, you know. And I had my friend get all her boxed food. Guess who came out with less money spent? me. Okay. I really want people to get that. You know, we have this concept that being healthy is expensive. Now we can get expensive with a lot of different things, but the core of health is not. Okay. I went through a period where I think I did a post on this just earlier this week where I started my first baby practice and it was about integrating healthcare in a different way. I took out a massive loan, you know, 25 K reduction in my overall payroll for myself. I mean, I felt like I had to eat ramen noodles, so to speak. I'm like, how can I still create health for myself this year? Cause I don't have the money. Cause right. I'm putting it in ironically to help people get that they can get health. I did it. 
and I ate very healthy. I didn't belong to gyms. You know, I, I went out and moved free. I, like I said, I had, I had very healthy food that was very, very cheap compared to a lot of people. I was eating the apple, not the whole. That's, that's the same price across the board for everyone. Yeah. So I do believe that. And third, I would say for those that can't afford it, this is where we give as people. I also say we have to take some of it out of the control of the government's hands and just give. You know, this is what the coronavirus has done. There's a lot of businesses, um, restaurants that have gone gone out of business, so to speak, but they're giving food to people that need it, kids that relied on school foods <laughs> to just eat. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we have to take the control out of the insurance company's hands. We have to do free things, and it's available to all of us to create prevention of all the things we're talking about and serve people that still don't have access. And we can do that. We don't need the government to tell us to do that. No. By the way, taxes came to be because we became selfish beings. By the way, <laughs> like yeah. you have to owe this. Money. I mean, I hate to say that, you guys, but we've become our own victim here. And I'm saying, you know, just use your own damn money. You know, why Why do we have to let this person starve? So I, I make it a point to do that all the time. And it's not about patting on the back. I, I, I make a point to look, look who, who is struggling in health because they financially can't afford it. You know, it's about giving a hand out, you know, a hand up, not a, you know, hand out yep, long term. Yep. It's about giving them not only education on the apple that I'm giving to them for free, but a lot, giving them education so they can integrate it into their family. And I realize in so, certain socioeconomic, you know, systems, they have been embedded with certain ways of living, sure. right? And that's a whole other part of education that we need to yeah. work with them on. You're empowering these people to make better choices long term rather yeah. than trusting quote-unquote trusting yeah. that your money will be used well right. when it's really just a handout right just to justify right. them taking our money from us and i really you know, really want you guys to understand this you know we are giving power away to insurance companies and government on our health and they're not even health experts right i'm going to say that again we're giving we're saying yes do it their way yes we'll do this yes we'll do that and we step back again check yourself before you wreck yourself they're not even healthcare advocates. They've never taken a course. And again, I'm, you know, there's a lot of names out there that are getting really hot and heavy on their opinion of health. And I'm going to tell you, step back and understand that you have people around you that you can connect with. Me, Adam, there's people in your community, again, going back to your original question, to start you on the path to health that is free or very minimal cost. And if you can't even afford that, ask Let's, let's give you help. Let's give you the support you need and the education. So I don't just give things. I educate all the time. I literally had someone stop me in the grocery store um, and ask me why I didn't have a mask on. And I said, I'm like, thank you so much for asking. And it gave me an opportunity to tell her ways to boost immunity. I, I ended up emailing her a bunch of cool things. So it was a great, so she was wearing a mask. I wasn't, but we had this great communion of understanding each other where each other was at. And I had an opportunity to give someone health. So I got to help her making smart decisions in the store that day, but I also gave her opportunities of ways that she can continue to make her own health and boost her immunity. We all win. Right. And that was free. That took me five minutes. I felt so blessed in doing that, Adam. And, and no matter, like you said, no matter where people are at and what they believe they need to do to stay healthy, mask, no mask, you know, certain things they need to do right now, I do believe that there are free things out there and people all around you mm-hmm. that can give you options you just got to have your eyes wide open yeah. going back to the pause and sure. being open to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going, going back to the, the discussion on integrative holistic health. Yeah. 
why what my question is where was the disconnect why isn't this practice this type of practice more popular why is it just now starting to kind of come out of the woodworks and people are going oh this actually it actually makes sense that the whole body works together i mean we've had I mean, in the world, we've had holistic practices, holistic approaches. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. I mean, thousands, thousands of yeah. years. Why Why did it die and why has it taken so long to yeah. come back to uh, the surface? Yeah, yeah. that is such a multi-layered probably answer. But I, I will say this. We want a quick fix. We've, and, and I'm going to say just Americans in general want a quick fix, want a quick turn on everything, and that includes health, okay? And we want it to be really cheap. Mm. <laughs> we don't want it to be a big investment. We want it, don't want it to take time. Right. This goes back to so many other areas and goals we want. We want, it, we want money right now. We want to. We want to get married right now. We, instant, yeah, instant, 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 instant gratification. So that history has come to be for a variety of reasons, which we could spend a whole other episode on. But we, we in our country, have gotten that quick fix mentality, um, make things really cheap. And then I will also say, my dad would always say this. You know, you're going to sound really smart if you go to a, a, a party on any topic and say it's all about money. Follow the money trail. Okay, we don't make any money off integrative holistic care. We simply don't. Not the way our current health system is structured with insurances. Our Dow Jones would plummet if everybody ate the apple, not the whole. Ah, I'm just being there honest. There it is. Okay. okay. When, if we all got our shizzy together and understood the power of, of owning our health and taking our power back, like we said, we would really lose a lot of money in this country. And it's follow, follow, follow the money trail if you want truth on anything. Money governs a lot of things in this country. And realize, and again, I hate to say this, media, social media, government-based media, there's a lot of fear tactics they use. A lot of, here's the quick fix. Don't kid yourself. They have psychologists. Right. One-on-one -on -one psychological human behavior. What draws us in? quick fixes, what can be fear-based media to make us take an action, our pain points. They're smart, okay? And again, it's going to pull us in so they can make some money. I hate to say this, you guys. Government is not about caring about how healthy you are. It's simply not. And, and you can argue with me on that, but I go back to the statistics. We're getting sicker than ever. <laughs> so it's not my opinion, I don't think. It, it's it, Look at the statistics. We talked about suicides going up, heart disease is going up, cancer deaths are going up. Everything's going up. And you think they care about us. We'll leave it at that. Okay, right. so you, you need to understand, follow the money trail. That's one reason why they're using okay. a lot of different media, you know, psychology behavior 101 that get people jumped in, hooked in. We want an immediate fix now. What's happening during this beautiful, lovely, extraordinary pause is people are doing what you just said. Wait a minute. This is not working. I mean, it may be cheap, yeah, but I'm wasting money, time. I'm still feeling suicidal. I'm still feeling crappy. I'm still not wanting to lose the weight. I still feel afraid of everything. Wait a minute, because we're having a pause. Mm -hmm. And we're realizing, how, we're realizing how fractured our healthcare is. Our healthcare system is very fractured. But I go back to all it takes is you making a choice. Step out of the matrix a little bit. Unplug yourself from the matrix. Take the red pill by doing preventative things to kind of help yourself out. It's not about a quick fix. It is a, a, a arborous journey at times, but nothing you want in life is ever easy. Mm -hmm. We've heard this from the beginning of time, and that goes in health, relationships, money. Those are the top three things that are 
are downloaded every day is health, wealth, relationships. Okay. So none of that is going to come easy. It is a journey, but it, we should just take a deep breath and know it's a dance, Adam. That's all it is. But we do have to step back and realize we have the power to do free things, follow the money trail. And I will say that with everything, you guys can agree or disagree with me on things that I love, love different debates because we learn a lot from each other, but follow the money trail. And you will learn a lot very quickly of what our government, what healthcare providers at the higher ups that be are invested in. That's all I I'll say about that. To, I think that's a great <laughs> way to put it. It makes a yeah. lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so with your integrative practice, mm-hmm. what what are you focusing on? What are you helping people with? Um, yeah. What let's because we didn't touch on it earlier. You know what's what's because I know your background is PT. Mm-hmm. You know what got you to PT? Mm-hmm. How did that take you into integrative? practice, integrative holistic practice. Um, and what are you helping a majority or I should say the average person with, with right now? Yeah, it's been a beautiful journey for me. I've been able to help a lot of people as a PTN, as a, I call it more of a vitality coach, health coach, vitality coach, but my journey, yes, I started as just, you know, a mainstream PT, but I got out of mainstream traditional PT pretty early on in my career and developed my own holistic integrative PT practice because of my own journey, Adam. So okay. my my journey to healing and my own wellness wasn't really physical. It was mental. You know, I dealt with chronic, chronic depression, anxiety, you know, behind closed doors. And it was the stereotypical, I was an All-American. I had great grades. I had a lot of friends. I was starting my own PT practice, like blah, blah, blah. And why would she be depressed? So I had a lot of shame and a lot of background noise of a lot of pain. And it took me a long time to realize that traditional care, and again, doesn't mean that meds are not sometimes needed for certain areas of mental wellness, but for me, that wasn't working. And thus began my journey toward more holistic, integrative care that included nutrition changes. Gluten made me crazy. I'm just going to be honest. It just did, it didn't affect my gut, it affected my head. And that's a whole other story. But I looked at body work, meditation, prayer. Um, nutrition changes, cleanses, all this other stuff. And I just went at it, balls to the wall, and it was hard, and it, it took a stick. You know, it wasn't a quick of, fix. It was not <laughs> a quick fix, but I healed my brain. And out of anything that I've ever done in my life, I'm the most proud of that, Adam. And it, it started me toward a path of understanding of holistic comprehensive care for people, whether I was treating for physical, emotional, spiritual well-being so I could treat them comprehensively. And then in my latter years, I added health and vitality coaching and leadership coaching. I felt that was a little bit of the missing piece, again, wanting to be integrated and holistic with people. And that's kind of summarizing like 20 plus years of a lot of amazing care with people. And I've had the honor to heal and help people their healing journey. But how I've helped people during, I'll just say during this quarantine time, which quarantine means 40 days, and we're now kind of transitioning out of that. And creating a new space for people. And in health, I really have seen the people I've worked with look at health differently, and that's been a beautiful thing. As an integrative physical therapist, we do a lot of different body work. And I've done a lot of things that focus on optimizing immunity, which means we're doing a lot of body work on gut, we're doing a lot of body work on central nervous system and okay. on the lymphatic. And, and we actually have protocols from the higher ups of that B for my additional certification in integrative manual therapy, the COVID-19 protocol. So when I have clients come in, 
we're boosting their immunity. It's been a beautiful space for them. And then, yes, I'm dealing with their back pain too, which makes it great. Like I have back pain, so we're doing a lot of body work for that as well. Body work is the missing link for a lot of people. So we really inundate with exercises, which exercises are very, very, very important. Side note, the wrong ones are given most of the time by a lot of PTs, and you have to be a lot more specific. Body awareness, that's another story. I do integrate that, but a lot of my exercises are more posture, body awareness, movement, breathing awareness, along with the body work. And all those have helped optimize overall health, optimize and decrease pain and increase function and boost immunity, which has been really, really beautiful for me. I also do some nutritional consulting, but connect with people lovely like you and other colleagues of mine. So we we get other people involved. I often say it takes a tribe for Mm. people to actually get better. But from my PT perspective, a lot of the body work and breath work going into with the coaching and kind of crossing from PT into the coaching piece um, the emotional mindset and spiritual set of people has been really on the edge for a lot of people. So that's where I integrate more of my coaching, breath work, emotional blocking, undoing the emotional blocks in, in dialing in their spiritual vision, their true self, because a lot of people have been knocked off what they believe is even true about the world, about themselves. And if you're knocked off your emotional, spiritual truth, your path, purpose, and vision, you're not making really great decisions. Right. So, um, and we're getting hit. Side note, you know, our brain can only take on so much input. And compared to Laura Ingalls Day, we're already taking, I think they said like 250,000 times more information than then. And now we're doubling that just in the last eight weeks. So we're really overwhelmed and it's causing us to kind of go what I call outside body. We just don't feel yourself and you feel really frozen or fight or flight. So a lot of my coaching and some of my body work also gets you back into your emotional space, your spiritual pace, your, your center of being, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, that so. makes total sense. So yeah. the let's just, I mean, I know you said you're dealing with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. If we're to take the average of those people, mm-hmm. you know, what are the, <clears throat> I'll ask this, what are the, What's one? What's the most common physical element mm. that these people are dealing with, mm-hmm. and the most common emotional element that these people are dealing with? And I'm sure there are listeners that are dealing with the same things. What are some things that they can tangibly do in their lives yeah. to make a difference? Yeah, well, that's a great question. From a physical standpoint, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of chronic things coming to service: joint pain and back pain and headaches. And that's from an orthopedic sense. That's coming up. Because the emotional overlay, that's also, we'll go into that in just a second. But a lot of it is joint pain, back pain, headaches. Also, gut issues are coming up a lot. Emotions are housed in gut. Remember, the physical emotional component there, we're eating like crap during this quarantine, going to the refrigerator and eating crap. But we're also taking a lot of emotions. So it's making our gut kind of yucky. So I'm having chronic pain issues spike up a little bit, along with gut issues, headaches, and all that, that stuff. So we're doing a lot of body work, nutritional consults, cleansing, stuff to move that out. That's a beautiful space. From an emotional standpoint, a lot of people are just dealing with acute fear on health and wealth. Acute fear, whether... They're afraid that they can't ever be healthy, that they want to be healthy during this time. Will they ever be healthy again? But also, you know, where am I going to make money, Jen? And that's causing them to freeze, then causing them to be unhealthy sure, and not making makes, good yeah. decisions. And now they're, they're stress eating, blah, blah, blah. Right. right. And it's a whole waterfall. It's a whole waterfall. So we deal with the physical, like I said, the joint pain, the gut pain in the office. Give exercises, give breath work, work with nutritionists, pull that in because that's very important. Physical, structural stability is so important in emotional stability. So 
I will never dog that. It's just not something I always focus on anymore. Yeah. Just because I find this other thing trumps it so much. But okay. yes, that's very, very important. But you have to dial in the emotional part. That's in as far as the number one thing we're seeing right now is just this acuteness of, of honestly, death and poverty. You know, it, that's that's where they're at right now. They're feeling. Will I get past this? Will I finally get in? Oh my gosh, will I survive? And where's my money coming from? And that em- that's causing them to create emotions that are not good, fight or flight, not even make good decisions about food. And exercise, we just said the domino effect of, uh, continues, should I say. So from a coaching standpoint, we take them through a huge process of breath work, a huge protocol through emotional blocks to get them from a disempowered state of those fears into an empowered state. And that's why they work so good hand in hand. I coach people out of the area but I like it when people are in the area so I can get the yeah. body work, the nutrition, pulling people like you from the physical standpoint then hammer the hell out of their emotions because their their brain, their old brain, remember as a search engine, it is just taking over. The subconscious is having a heyday, okay? And what I call with the kind of coaching I do for this emotional state where people are at, and you ask that, it is health and wealth right now. I do a subconscious freaking Hail Mary and, that, and I'm doing a huge, what I call deep dive, where we are attacking the emotions, saying, you are not the driver of the bus. I am. Because we are the thinker of our thoughts. And what that means is we as human beings can control our thoughts, can control our emotions. And once we do that, eating the right food, being compliant to coming in to Jennifer's body work, being compliant with Adam's exercises is easy. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, so the back sense. pain, the gut stuff, yes, I will do that for you. But I hone in every time. We are doing a subconscious freaking Hail Mary. And I will say, and we do deep dives. We're, we're cutting that out. You are 100% great in health and wealth. We're, we're removing that because 75% of the things that you think that are crappy beliefs, it's that whole iceberg thing. Like the 75% of that subconscious is underneath the system. It's driving the bus. And you're saying, thank you, namaste. But I'm actually in charge of the bus now. And I'm controlling my thoughts and I'm controlling my feelings. And this is where, again, a lot of times people do need a coach because you can't see it. You can't do it on your own. None of us can. I've increased my coaching sessions with mine. I have my own human fears. You know, we all do. So that's what I would say with that. As far as tools for a lot of people, I like to give free tools. Mm -hmm. Because people think, yeah, I can afford you or not. I will say this. Invest in you. It's the best freaking money you're going to ever. So I say to everybody, we are here to make it a feasible investment. But you've got to understand, follow again the money trail. Where are you investing your money? And right now you need to invest in yourself. With that being said, I do believe I want to give free tips because I want people to get they can do it on their own without you know, needing thousands of dollars. Yeah, they shouldn't, they shouldn't need people like no. you or I the rest of their lives to figure out how to have no. simple health solutions. 100%. So I will say this. Look at the four areas as far as simple things to do. Be honest where you're at. Again, pause, self-awareness. Look at these four categories. Your sleep, stress, Diet, ex- you know, whatever, and exercise. Yeah. Those are four areas. Look at where you're struggling. L- look at maybe two of the four are doing pretty well. And and I will say this, all of them, once you assess that, the self-awareness, you can do something free in all of them. So I'm going to make an example with exercise, you guys. Get a pair of shoes on and go for a walk 20 minutes every day. Easy. No, Easy. There's nothing keeping you from that. And there's huge research on that, you guys. I'm not saying anything new there on decreasing risk of all kinds of diseases and boosting immunity. 20 minutes a day, okay? From a diet exercise standpoint, drop out the fatty processed sugary food and stay on the outside perimeter of the store. It's no more expensive and actually it's cheaper. You know, three, I would say as far as 
um, stress or sleep. I would, I'll start with sleep first. Sleep, just make a point that if you sleep four hours a night, make it five. Don't yeah. jump, don't, yeah. don't go to eight. You're never going to get there. Okay. Just say Sunday night through Thursday night, I'm going to do five hours of sleep. That's where I'm starting. Just bump up an hour. Okay. And then work your way. Consistency. Right. Yep. And then the fourth piece I would say, again, with the stress emotional piece, where are your fears? Where, where are you feeling the most? I don't care if it's health or wealth. And then this is where we need to dial in and doing empowering statement, <laughs> beliefs behind it. And then moving it forward, and that and that's that's simple. Those are basic things, and you just do that every day. Like most people wake up in the morning with high anxiety, yeah. high depression, and that's when the fear, the emotion, the stress of the day, my to do list, whatever your fear is, which I is insane because that's when the day starts. That's when the that's day when you starts. should wake up and be like, exactly. oh, this is like this is gonna be my day. I feel exactly. so good, but instead it's like huh, I don't yes. want to get out of bed. So I would say to everybody is just start the first thing. Start with being self-awareness. Look at those four categories, those four simple things you can do. That's all free. And the food thing is no, it's it's cheaper to actually do what I just said. And the second, start your day, start your day owning your fears. Mm-hmm. Every day, you guys, the difference between people actually being successful in health and everything else in their life is is just because they're consistent. That's all it is. It's literally, yeah, they, that's it. They poop, pee, eat. Breathe just like you do. Start your day. Own your fears. Okay. Write down. Do the empowering statement and beliefs behind it. Next, do the gratitude piece. Next, do the meditative piece. Five mm. minutes breathing in and out and getting yourself dialed in. I do those three things every morning. Okay. I wake up. Maybe I do have something that I'm afraid of that day or have anxiety. If I don't, great. Move on. I move on to the next step. But you got to you address it. Address the feeling. Empowering statement. New statement and back it. Next, you have to write down your gratitude. I say three things and say it out loud. It is a game changer. It is a game changer. They've shown in research besides gratitude, by the way, serving is ahead of it for a variety of reasons, but gratitude is in the top three most profound activities you can do for your brain to change the neurochemistry, to drop wow. the happy pills. Free. Again, free. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. Look at what is you're in fear of that day, empowering statement and evidence to back it. Boom. That takes two minutes. Second, write down three things you're grateful for. I don't even care if it's this color in this room is awesome, Adam. I love this color. Right. I love my hair day. It looks like freaking curly, and I love my hair. It's, it feels it makes me feel powerful and sexy. But find you will find you're like, dang, I feel better. You know, that's the second piece is gratitude. And then third, for me, if you feel like you're still not getting there, like you're like, I still feel crummy. Go outside and it's not about exercise. Go outside and move. Get into the earth. We are positively negative charged beings. We were made from the earth. Go outside for two minutes. Stand in the freaking grass. Head up. (laughs) Breathe in and out. And those will help ground you even more. And those are three things I do every morning. I already have my day planned out. And I'm a big believer, by the way, you guys, Sunday night, you got to plan. You have to do block scheduling. That's a whole other thing. Otherwise, stuff doesn't happen. But I'm just saying as far as how to start your day and create game changes actually in your life. I have had the honor, Adam, to work with multimillionaires. This is not trying about bragging. It's about people that are heavyweights in, in the world and are making differences and impact. You know what all of them say? I start my day with battling my fears, 
creating gratitude, dialing it a little bit more in the earth. And then if I, I do, if I have to next serving, serving is huge. Serving is the other thing besides gratitude, serving someone that's literally around your apartment complex that maybe needs help picking up the poop for a dog. It doesn't matter. You guys serving people is game changing. That's the thing above gratitude that changes your brain completely. I remember when I struggled with chronic depression, my mother would always say, your nephews are two miles away, Jen. Bike down there and take them off Jana's hands for just a couple hours. Yeah. Game changing. Yeah. Game changing. It literally, it literally healed me. It literally saved me many, many times. So you got to start your day with some type of structure of getting your brain wrapped around. It will always go back to your fears. Because by, by the way, your subconscious loves you. It's about safety. Your higher level wants to grow and be these epic people. It's always going to go back to that. Don't dishonor it. It's, it's just part of it wanting to keep you safe. But go, okay, I see you. Again, namaste. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to move it forward with gratitude and all the great things I get to do today. I'm going to go out in the earth and breathe a little bit. I'm going to be grateful and write that stuff down. I'm going to check my fears and show the evidence behind it. And I'm going to go out and freaking serve, if nothing else, which, by the way, again, is free. That's the whole point. And I think a lot of people had an opportunity to do that right now because of work and being out of work. And it's created a lot of shifts in their brain. It's an amazing thing to see. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I love it. Jennifer, yeah. this has been um, is amazing. Yes. Uh, I love these topics. I love this conversation. Yeah. I love how well-rounded you are. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for being here. Uh, I really appreciate it. It's been such an honor being on. I love talking about this stuff because I want people to live empowered and live their potential. That's what I'm about. And we have this one life here, at least on earth, I believe in afterlife, but we have the one life here on earth and I want to make sure you guys live it optimally. Absolutely. Where can people find you to yeah. get more information, check out your services, ask questions, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So I'm very active on Instagram. That's probably where I'm at the most, but that's Jennifer Watson leadership. Okay. And that's also my Facebook, Jennifer Watson leadership. That's where I would DM me or connect with me more. And I do have a website, jenniferwatsonleadership.com, but I will get back to you more quickly if you DM me on, on Instagram and, and I would love to answer any questions and see how I can support you. Love all of you. That's great. Thanks so much for being here. Yes. Love you. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast. Thank you.